0: party all night. is the best of the best, best friend weekend. We can party all. We can party, party all night. is the best, best of the best, best friend weekend. weekend. We can party all night. Turn up the whole pot, trust me. Everybody already know what it is. When you really gotta kill it, nobody gonna kill it. When you really gotta tell 'em, it's my crew, it's best friend weekend. We can party all night. We got Ross moving, Lows rumble, Aldo nice, is the uncle. So yesterday. Mark, the year marked since George Floyd got killed in the middle of the street by the public servant because he thought it was cool to kneel on somebody's neck for nine minutes. We all remember the debacle. But it kind of messed me up because, you know, you go through your day to day, get lost in the sauce. I ain't much realize it's been a year. Shout out to the homie for sharing that in the group. He shared the article that said something along the lines, you know, How the death of George Floyd, you know, affected the world and so much, you know, work still to do. And with that, this just brings me to my next point. You know, I personally cannot see, you know, the changes that's been made from the death. You know, I know it's been a lot of chatter. I know it's been a lot of people kind of just seeing the light slightly to maybe come around to kind of start having these level of conversations because they finally saw something. But they're not full believers just yet, you know. Not to mention, in our little town or whatever, the cops just got, uh, let off all them boys who put about 11 and somebody back in the flats about seven or eight or so months, you know? So I'm not sure, you know, what crazy changes happened thus far, and maybe we gotta hold on to our popcorn until the world really open and we really mingling and out and about in the streets, man. I sure do hope some change come behind it, but I don't know today what big change has been made, y'all. I say whoa! Welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man Aldo.
1: Nice.
2: It's your boy Rosh Move. Why? Wow, your boy Lose, aka CAP.
1: Um, Rumble, Rumble. He go, he goes right to the heart of of a very important issue to get us started tonight, and it's mm-hmm. that idea of has change actually come? And I think that that's a it's always a a, a tough question to answer, right? Like. I had a, um, a, a newspaper article that sits in the office in my house and it says, change has come to America. And it's a picture of Barack Obama and his family mm-hmm. on the day of the inauguration. And the question is, has change, did change come to America that day? Or was it just, you know, the way that looked? And likewise, is, you know, like, um, whatever, is Derek Chauvin getting convicted Does that mean change has come because people have marched and we kind of acknowledged that George Floyd was done bad? Has any substantive change actually happened, or is it just in in name only? What are y'all thoughts?
2: I I think it's more name only. I don't see like I think the conversation is being had a lot more. Um, It's it's not going to be any real real change until you know. I think it's going to have to get really ugly until it it gets some some real change. Uh, A lot uglier on meaning. You know, you're going to start clapping back a little more, you know, in in that way. I don't think change is going to come because you're erasing hundreds of years of, of mentalities that you're trying to erase out of people when it comes to those type of things. And like we always talked about on the podcast before, you know, if you're a white person or, you know, you don't always meet with black people, the most thing, only thing you see on the news is negativity or violence or, you know, you're scared from the from the rip. You're scared of the teenage kids that we look at and they laugh at. And they see as a threat, you know. So I don't think any real change is going to come uh, anytime soon. That way, I think the conversation being had a lot more um, until they're able to actually start being like, listen, you just can't be just capping black folk like that and start putting people in jail for real. Uh, you know, it's, it's still kind of going to be like it is. And with the Barack Obama thing, I believe uh, the, the opportunities have changed slightly you know like we have a black um vice president female at that um i think those you know those things are all, you know kind of coming along pretty good but it's not like in in droves you know what i mean so i think change is coming just very slow
3: let me uh let me tell you the, the beauty of uh the rumble segment is uh when i was going through the pre podcast notes i didn't see <laughs> Uh, any indication that we were gonna talk about this, but I wanted to find a way to insert this exact conversation into this this week's podcast and um and so just i just moved to um a place where it is i'm gonna say i think if I read the demographics right from like the twenty twenty ten census it was one percent black and like ninety eight percent white and it's got a um it's got a um a stigma for being conservative, like a conservative place, so I was a little worried about my neighbors, but it's where I work, so I wanted to be closer to work um <clears throat> About four years ago, I went to a bar in this very city and had um and had a, like an altercation that I felt had to do with the fact that I was black um and so I said I would never go back to that place. Uh, ended up going back to that place because it's right down the road from my house. Just wanted to, you know, it's been a few years. Let me see what they're talking about. And I've been there about six times since because every single time I go in there, I really feel like they know who their patrons are and they make sure that I'm going to be taken care of. So I'm, I'm not necessarily saying that, oh yeah, change has come and the world is in kumbaya mode right now. But I do think that there are some changes that have happened, and that's one, note, one thing that I have taken notice to. Just in my little micro world, in my experience in this particular bar that's in a conservative white neighborhood, I feel like the, the staff in there somewhat sees the writing on the wall that things will change. Maybe they haven't yet, but they will, and that they can't lose business because their patrons don't like black people. And I've been treated so well in there. I've also been treated so well, not just by the, um, just by the um, the the people that work there, but I do feel like there's also some some of the people that frequent there that try to make me feel comfortable because they just see it, they know it. At work, though, all you hear about, I mean, the word of of twenty 2020, twenty 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 one is diversity. Mm. There's there's people that have gotten hired to be on diversity councils, and and the VP of diversity is is on the front cover of everything now. So I do feel like if change hasn't come, I feel I do feel more confident that change will come. Um and maybe not in this generation, but in the next maybe.
1: I think it's interesting and and the way you the direction you took that Raj and the way that you quantify change. And I think that, you know, a lot of times in, and I guess Lose's opinion and, and in Rumble's eyes too. Is that change hasn't come because certain things are still out here happening. And I think that it's, it's cool to hear you find quantifiable changes. Um, in, in that conversation, it made me think about today. Like today, I had to sit on a panel at a diversity and inclusion workshop for like maybe three 400 people and talk about how mentors and mentees in university settings can keep diversity in mind. And I talked a little bit about intersectionality. I talked a little bit about, you know, some of these major concepts of race and culture and and whatever. And you're right. I think that a year ago and right following the George Floyd um, incident, like more people's eyes were open. More people listen. Even if it's not a perfect situation that's going on right now, I think more people's eyes are open to, um, you mm-hmm. said the writing on the wall, but I like just kind of thinking about it as like, just more people are kind of cognizant of the foolishness. Some people have doubled and tripled down and like, fuck, what y'all talking about, man? You know what yeah. I'm saying? He had it coming and then anything else like that. But I think there are a lot of people who just understand that wrong is wrong and them people been wrong. Now, I feel like it's yeah. kind of hitting that part where it's kind of wearing off where you could be in the office sitting and they don't care about y'all black issues no more. But you got to still let them. You got to keep it in their face. That's my thought.
2: Yeah. That makes sense. I, I mean, I'll, I said the, the conversation is happening a lot more now. Um, you know, I just think it's going to be a while until you get to see the change that Romo was kind of speaking to. You know what I mean? It's gonna Like be the wholesale, like, like the big time yeah. change type shit. Yeah, before we get to that point, it's going to be a minute before we get to that point. But I definitely know the conversation is is, is definitely uh, had, you know being had a lot more than it was just even when people come to you like, you know, did you see this? Like, I got a coworker who comes to me and any time a black shooting happens, somebody died black at the hands of police, she's coming to me saying something, and you know that just messed up. I couldn't imagine walking around like that every day, you know. So mm-hmm. you know, it, it, and that's a person who would never ever say it to me before, ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know, I think the conversation is happening a lot more, um, and you know, they're getting to see, okay, well, you're, you're walking in your shoes is a whole lot different uh, from me walking in mine, and I'm, you know, I, I can see. You know, I think they, they're like, I feel for you. I, I don't want to walk in your shoes at all, but <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I, I, I feel for you.
1: You big allies, man. Big lost allies <laughs> that you're finding out that you <laughs> you didn't know you had. So, yeah, no. After blue. I think it's easy to answer the question. I think, Roger, you put some perspective on that. It's easy to answer the question and say, nah, change, this is fake. But then if you really kind of break it down to what change can possibly mean and what that really looks like, like, mm-hmm. it's a process. And does it feel like the process has begun? It does. It feels like it's a little different than it was a year ago um, from the time that George Floyd was killed in that way and everybody had to witness it. Do I feel like he's going to be the last one? Obviously not, because it's happened probably 50 times since he's died. But I think that we're more aware of the wrongs um, that that have taken I, place.
3: I'd I, I like to just give one more thing just like from from my experience i felt like um the word or the phrase using the race card was Mm. like taboo you know what i'm saying i feel like it was like flopping in the nba like i feel like i saw some people like looked at it like oh man he's flopping like he he just oh any any reason to use the race card and i don't feel like that's still the case i feel like the race card is taken seriously now I mean, and of course, I think that there's going to be people that will take advantage yeah. of anything. But I still do feel like legitimate issues that have to do with race are are being taken seriously at this point. I think it's almost there's
1: like, I, Raj, and I I, I I don't want to cut you off too much because I want you to finish, but I think it's also like, you know, how people look at, um you know, the Me Too era and how people weren't taking women's issues seriously like that like oh no sexual harassment no we have to take that seriously oh we gotta charge against you oh no man we gotta we gotta stop you from being in the show I think on a lot of levels it feels kinda similar to that in regards to like oh no man y'all doing something racial uh uh-uh, uh we can't have that in the office uh uh-uh, uh nope I don't know if it's risen to that level but I feel similarities there yeah I agree I think the more people
2: speak speak out they speak out more, a lot more, when it comes to that. You know what I'm saying? Somebody will be like, "No, that's bullshit." Don't, no, you can't do that. Don't say that without without black people being around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> our allies is in the
3: building, even when we're not in the building.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: and then when our allies not in the building. That's not how that goes.
2: What, what would they do?
1: <laughs> no, that's not what I was gonna do. I was gonna say you it said a different you way. Us to contribute, you is to help. <laughs> I these guys, help. man. When you got a section on the podcast, every section on the podcast, and these fools try to <laughs> try to <hide laughs> it, that would burn my Buddha. Let me tell you a couple of things that burn my Buddha this week, man. Everything that's burning my Buddha this week has is work related, because I mean. It's been a week that I've just been working my ass off, so that's all I can think about is work. And the first thing that burns my boot out this week is when somebody sends you a friend request on LinkedIn and you accept it, and it immediately sends you a DM about some opportunity, that burns my booty. You know, like
3: opportunities? When, 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 the, when that person sends you a DM about the opportunity, is it someone you know or is it someone you just like... No. Oh, I don't mind connecting with this person. Exactly. I can I can give you, I mean, I, I'm not sure if you guys have had
1: that experience at all, but I can definitely give you a few of the, the latest ones, right? Like, so I had Angela Lee, Liu, L-I-U, with the she, her in parentheses, right? And I'm like, okay, Andrew, An- Angela Liu. Angela Yee. Oh, shit. Let Andy, you know her, her pronoun. No, you know <laughs> what I'm thinking Charlie about. I'm, yeah, Solomon McGay.
2: Charlotte <laughs> <Solor> McGay.
1: <laughs> God damn, y'all got some G- names G-J. on that shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. no, no. GJ Envy. Oh
1: man. Charlotte McGay. And we and we with the breakfast <laughs> <laughs>
2: God damn. Yeah, got some God names
1: damn. on that. <laughs> so Angela Yee. She is the diversity, the director of Hack.Diversity at New England Venture Capital Association. So I'm looking at it and it has something to do with, um, Just I didn't know what it was. I thought she, it, when I saw Hack.Diversity, I thought it had something to do with like hacking and coding, which is an area that I'm in, in computer science teaching. And as soon as, as soon as I accepted, a message came through, hi, I'd love chatting with you whenever about Hackdiversity, um, tech.trek would be valuable access to your students. www.hackdiversity.com. Finalists gain resources, um, community, and access to join the engineering teams. Our um, employer partners with Whoop, Facebook, Rapid7 would love to chat. And then the next scam. day, delighted to connect. We are hack and on a mission to evolve, blah, 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 blah. That's Ooh, what that's. Scam. That kind, it's scam not scam for me, no. per, per se. Okay, another one. <laughs> <laughs> Mao Mao Wang hit me up Mao Wang is that metal logo Um, and it's the metal assembly model engine model DIY toys STEM toys hobby whatever and he's a board member right um, soon as I said okay I guess this is a person who's in kind of the same thing with me coding and whatever soon as I hit okay hi nice to link with you we can supply you useful educational products very high quality Operationally Bo correct machinery. Bots. Yeah.
2: The, yes. Yes. I got the LinkedIn Bo bots.
1: Got bots! I didn't know it. Bo I got, got the LinkedIn bots. versus well that. I don't want to keep going down the list, but this happens to me often.
2: Boy got the bots, boy. The LinkedIn bots. I mean, yeah,
3: it, it, it it happens to me too, just not to, not enough to say a lot. Mm-hmm. Um but it has happened to me. Um, what, you know, I think, I think LinkedIn is a, is a funny platform because it's so standard. Like your responses are usually kind of picked out for you. Yeah. Um, and so like, if you like something, um, you know, it will be like, Hey, tell Al congrats on the work anniversary. And then you'll (laughs) look in your DMS and it says, congrats on your work anniversary, Alan, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And it's so corny. Yeah. And so I'm just looking through some of mine. And, um, and I just click on the thanks button and it says, thanks, i Carl, <laughs> you know? So like, I just think that LinkedIn is, is corny. I love it. Like, I think it is a, a great networking tool. Um, uh, I, I need to get my, um, I need to get my little recommendations up, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> outside of that, um, yeah, no, just anything, any, any, anybody that friend requests me or whatever you want to call it on, um. What is it called? A connect, connect. Yeah, request? I think they they want to connect with you. Feel free to connect. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah, they yeah. want to connect with yeah. you. Anyone that wants to connect with me on LinkedIn and I don't know them, or they don't work at the same place that I work at, or in a similar industry, then I'm leery of it being, um, that bullshit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> scam. Ooh, scam.
3: Even if they're in the same,
1: they're in the same um, atmosphere. I love it though. That's funny. That's, That's funny, funny. funny to me. <laughs>
3: Yeah, like if I see someone, if I see someone from a similar industry, like from mobile or from technical, or, or hey, or whoa, I'm the like I'm,
1: you look at their little their little tagline, they're like, oh, well, I'm the um, Android master. You'd be like, oh, well, the Android master yeah. want to talk? No doubt.
2: Yeah. <laughs> got you.
1: And as soon Let's as you, and as soon connect. as you, you connect with that man, you you got a message in your thing talking about, hey, I would love to talk to you about the and, uh,
3: androids that I got to sell. Blah 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 blah
1: blah.
2: <laughs>
3: That would burn your boot, Raj. I'm telling you. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe it would. But I would still. That man would still be connecting
2: with me. Connect with me. <laughs> Lois, does anybody
1: connect to you? Do you have a LinkedIn?
2: Yeah, I got one. I just I got like um, I looked on. It's through my school, my school uh, email, and I got like I think I'm at like 56. Want to be love. Want to connect things. I just don't ever go on there. Ever. Yeah. Well, I mean,
3: doing so the same can- thing I'm doing.
1: <laughs> what? What are you talking about?
2: He <laughs> don't have a go on there, he got fifty six.
3: I'm not doing oh, I'm nothing. Looking. I wanna see
1: Los LinkedIn. No, I'm not looking at Los's LinkedIn to see if he actually has one because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say if you think Los is lying, then you're probably right. Because <laughs> I, no, I I'm, I'm just br- gonna I got assume one? I got one. Mm-hmm. That's right. He nigga got six connections. Oh, he's saying he got fifty six people waiting for him. Okay. Yeah, I don't even this
2: yeah. thing, this should say PE teacher in all lowercase letters. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think it. I had to make one for a P uh, for a P D one time. I just made it real quick. I had to make it for a P <laughs> <D> one time. <laughs> Whisper his name is Carlos close.
1: Pearson. has <laughs> got his name in lowercase letters and right under it say PE teacher at wherever it is. But that's all in lowercase because they look like PE yeah. teacher. <laughs>
2: Do that we had to do it for a PD one time. I just did it and went you a, on my business. You're
1: a P-teacher. I don't be on It don't mean P-E e if man. it's two lowercase letters. It means a word. Cutting you a P-teacher.
2: <laughs> Whatever it is, man. You potty
1: train P. motherfuckers. Cutting <laughs> you
2: <laughs> <laughs> For a living. <laughs>
0: You're
2: a P-teacher.
1: That
2: that's hilarious.
1: Okay, anyway, man. I'm, I'm going to leave low side of this, man. The next thing uh, that burns my booty this week is... Managers feeling like equity got to happen at every level at the job. Um, I just feel like everybody at the job do, do do different jobs and should be held to different standards. That's all.
2: What do y'all think about I definitely about that? agree with that. I definitely agree. We had a conversation in my job all the time. Like, hey man, certain things I'm just not going to do. Like, <laughs> I don't think you should ask me to do that. I'm just not going to do that. But yeah, I, <laughs> not like... <laughs> principal would be like, that, so difficult. I'm like, no, just feel like I'm not i shouldn't be doing that. That's not no, I shouldn't be doing that. Like outside doing stuff, no, I shouldn't be doing that. I've been here way too long, way too good in my job to be doing that. So get some like he, him or her, she should be doing that. It's something she should be doing. That's like, crazy. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't right.
3: even really know what you mean by equity. Explain that to me. Is that what you said? Well,
1: yeah, I use the term equity, but um like <clears throat> I think I think that that's a word that gets thrown around and people will use it in for nefarious reasons sometimes or for mm-hmm. ignorant reasons because I mean, I, I always talk about this there's a, a graphic that's like equity versus fairness, right that equity means what's equal and equal for everyone mm-hmm. right? Like, and there's the the graphic shows, like, three little boys standing behind a fence in the outfield of at a baseball game, right? It's a wooden fence. Um, and one of them could barely see over it. He on his t- tiptoes. One of them too short, so he can't see nothing. And the third one tall, so, like, they all could see. I mean, he could see the whole shit. So it's equal because they all got equal access, but, you know, whatever, you know, but only one of them could really see. Now fairness as opposed to equity would be that they had a block that that each one of them stood on to make them all the same height so that they could all see and that's fairness. So when people talk about equity and fairness it's like man look we got man we I don't know we got a kid <laughs> and and nigga just worked a 16 hour shift and he come home and your old lady like well we we both made this kid, so you need to have <laughs> you it's your need turn. to watch him yeah. the same amount of Go time. To your this, daddy. Need. this needs Go to, to your be daddy. equal. <laughs> that's equity, yeah. Raj. Right? But fairness would be like, well shit, man, look, we, we got two other we got two different kind of schedules going on right now. Let's do what's fair, not necessarily what's equitable. And that's what I'm alluding to in regards to the workspace. I think that sometimes people, like management, feels like to mm-hmm. keep the peace. Everybody at the job should have equal treatment when I just think that, mm. that that's wrong because it's like that. That's like saying on the NBA team that John ja Morant should be treated equally to to whoever the, the 15th man is yes, on the bench man. on that team. Exactly.
2: And no, and that should not happen.
1: It's not equity because <laughs> you get treated fair I, based upon who you are is what I think
2: should happen. Yeah. yeah what you bring. I think you get fair mm-hmm. by what you bring and what you offer. Mm-hmm. You know, so on a daily basis, and certain people I think don't offer that, so that's what you go do, do that <laughs> dumb shit. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, I love what you're saying,
1: Los, but I'm even talking about shit that's easily quantifiable. Like easily, you can easily say the difference between, um, Ja Morant and and um somebody else on the team is the scoring. It's whatever you can look at the numbers yeah. to say this is why whatever. I mean, I'm talking yeah. at a job like if they told you, Los, well. You can't come on campus because um nobody could come on campus because I'm, the jan- because the janitors can't come on campus. So you and the janitors <laughs> if the if the janitors gotta come on campus, then you gotta come on campus too. Like that kinda of nah. thing. Then you'd be yeah, like, Well, nah. I'm not the janitor. We we got two different life experiences. What are you talking about? Like, like we're not, not the we're not the same. Like I'll be there I'll be there at ten thirty, man.
2: Chill out with Rock Tell. You.
1: I, mean, and too, I think that's interesting, um, Raj in, in your industry. I'm curious about that, and that's kind of it's it's a it's a side thought. Is there any of that like dynamic besides just management and, you know, like like the assistant manager, the store manager, whatever it is, and the people who are like working like in retail and customer service, whatever it may be? There's no real like janitor, like a whole different like, you know, l- you know, level of employee at your job or is there. I'm curious about that.
3: No, not really. Um and and if and if uh if there is so there has to be a perceive a perception of equity at least. Yeah. Um um you know just I, it just has to be that way. Uh-huh. But of course, you know, I mean, I'll just go with me whenever I was, you know, on the front line. Um I could get away with some things like showing up for work seven minutes late, eight minutes late um, because I'm always there on time. But there's people that don't show up to work on time ever. And Mm -hmm. so whenever they're, you know, eight minutes late and that would put them on some sort of corrective action because of their, their, um, their behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't be subject to that same thing because you know my manager would say you good you know like you you always at work you know what I'm saying so that you know but but the perception of that is what I guess what I'm saying is is that that would never be said in a meeting it would never say hey look you got written up because of this um and I'm not going to write him up be- and he did the same exact thing because he's always here
1: yeah I, I think it's interesting that you 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 went into kind of that idea, and Los did too. Los kind of leaned into this idea first about people who kind of have the same job but perform differently at their job should be treated differently. Yes. And I think that that is, I think that is a, a, a honest and a real point. What I was saying was people who work at the same place who don't have the same job should not have to be forced to be equal in that way. That's what I'm getting at. Like, um, I agree with that too like 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 <laughs> and, and I use the NBA as an example of people on the same team but I think a more accurate representation of the point I'm alluding to is the guy who's like at the concession stand worker at for the the pelicans should not him and Zion don't have the same job they work in the same building you know what I mean like the the office personnel person who does that is like it's not it's not the same person as Zion Williams And I mean, I know it's uh, Williamson. And I think that, you know, talking about sports is a little bit different in that way. But I mean, I know at big companies, they got, oh, this is the copy boy or whatever it is. Mm. So if they said, you know, the copy boy, well, I'm sorry, the copy boy got to be in at seven. So everybody got to be in at seven. I would assume that the junior vice president would be like, hey, bro, I'm the junior vice president. Why do I have I'll to
2: do
1: with the copy boy? Does? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And if, and if the yeah. answer is equity, then that's not the right answer. There, I, don't, I just don't
3: think that that's a, a thing. But it
1: yeah, just don't I, make no I, sense. I,
2: if,
3: you, if you talk about different jobs and, and you bring it to an industry like mine, um, then yeah, that doesn't even exist. Mm. Like people, people in different positions based on uh, based on um, I guess you know levels yeah would would be subject to different standards for sure not 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 policies but just standards Mm -hmm. i mean and and that's just yeah you got to just live with that the fact that if the store manager wants to leave at three and just literally stick two fingers up and bounce that's they can do
1: that i mean that's that's what I'm alluding to. That man is store manager right. for a reason, right? He got hired. So, he can't do that. You can leave. Right?
2: That's <laughs> the point of being a store manager. So, you can leave when you get ready.
1: <laughs> it's written in the contract of store management. Yes. You can leave when you get ready. Oh, and, <laughs> and I'm going to tie this to the next thing that burns my booty, which is, man, we need to figure out how we going back to work. That burns my booty. Mm. Look this. Forget this back to work movement. I know both of y'all been back to work
3: for a year, but uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've shit. never not been back to work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so. I was off
2: for a minute. They they brought me back in October. I was in the front line in October. Like this crazy. Yeah, man. I just so I explain
3: j- that to me when we when we get back to work. Like, what are we gonna do? Like people that are just anticipating the end of work from home? Like, well, that, that, peop- like trying to speak it into the universe.
1: Well, the same, the same kind of in the same vein. Like there's a lot of management in a lot of different companies. Um, mine included to an extent. Mine not bad right now, but I've heard a bunch of people like, no, you it's time for you to go back to like we need to figure out how we go on back to work because we need to be back in the office. And I just think it's such a I don't know, it's just such a weird flex of you have we have to be back in the office. When the world yeah. has shown over the last year that we don't have to be back in office, so why are you gonna talk? Yeah. Look at me in my face and say like we have to get back in the office for productivity? No, we've been productive. No, yeah. operating at think, a high level at home.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I just think <laughs> it's. A, I just I, my point is just that I think it it to be it burns my boot at that some people feel like they're gonna pull the wolves over everybody's eyes and tell us that what we don't know to be true like what we know to be mm-hmm. true is just not true like that no yeah. y'all think y'all can work from home but that's
2: nah y'all can't
1: no nigga we can yeah. like it's yeah it's a thing
2: but it's, it's a lot of businesses going to that that mm-hmm. that model because it saves a lot of money too yeah. yeah yeah a lot of people going to that model because it saves money but a lot of them yeah, are. You know, a I, lot of people pushing yeah, up to it. Yeah, <laughs> well, but you know, that's, that's people who think I have to see you have to be in person to really work.
1: Yeah,
2: like you Ooh. know, what I'm saying they think you have to be at a desk or we have to walk by you to know you're really working. You know what I mean? Those that those so it's some people who really think that way. Like it's it's you know you realize like we talk about all the time uh, I, well, I do anyway about young minds and old minds. A lot of young minds can adapt sometimes. Old minds think that okay, the only way I would you really work if you're at work. Mm. Like it's hard for people with that old mindset to think that you can actually be at home in your drawers and be effective at your job. They just, they doing it because they had to, but they still think, you know, we're really working if we're here staying late, but you don't, don't, you know, they don't think you could be at home and be effective. That's, that's, you know, a lot of people still got their way of thinking, man.
1: And I think it's because a lot of people want to go into work because they feel like that's how they work best, or they want to leave the house Mm -hmm. or they don't like their wife or they don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, I, I need to yeah. be doing some shit, and in yeah. their head, it's like I'm going to come up with every reason to why we shouldn't allow I need to this. Get the to the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
2: You know, a lot of people need people too. I noticed that about and I don't, uh, I don't, I don't I,
1: Like Trump was on yeah. there, right? Telling everybody that people was committing suicide and doing different things because yeah, people need
2: people.
1: Some people need people. You said people need people. Yeah, I say
2: I, some people need people. I think yeah, well, that's what I that's what I meant. Yeah, I don't need people. I'm good, but I. I'll give <laughs>
1: Exactly. I'm good
2: not seeing the people, man. <laughs> I am
1: fine not seeing nobody. <laughs> like
2: perfectly fine.
1: <laughs> I don't know, Raj. Do you look at yourself as an extrovert or an introvert in the sense of need people's energy? Do you need people's energy, or do you, or does people's energy kind of make you cower?
3: I, I'm an extrovert. I so um, you, I, you I, feed. I up. don't. I don't thrive off of people's energy. I just. I um. I I like. It's like the opposite for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I need people to to like entertain myself, if you will. <laughs> so like I'm not looking for energies. I'm looking to create the energy. Like I'm looking to to be the one that starts the energy. So I'm an extrovert when it comes to that. I I mean I'm just different than y'all, you know? Like if I if I had a choice, if I had a choice, um this I feel like this is such a funny conversation because I was just thinking to myself, what if they gave people the option? All right, look, we're gonna open the office back up, but we're gonna give y'all the option to work from home or come into the office. Anything, you whatever you want to do, but you gotta, you gotta do that. And I feel like it would be so funny the people that would go to work, they would be, they would be mad at the people working from working from home.
0: Oh my god! All oh, the cool people at oh, no. right. All oh, the cool god. people at home.
1: Rod, right. I just got finished telling this to um to at the house. Like I was talking to the mom about this, and I just was like, She said they can't be upset because they made the choice to go to work. And I'm like, that's not how it would be. They'd still be mad. They'd, they'd, be, be, mad. Mad. they'd be mad. They'd be at home mad. If they would have, say, they I want to come back. Exact listen.
2: But you They don't want to come
1: be. back because they wanna come back, but they also want you to come back because they
2: want you there. <laughs> that's exactly why they. But that's you, you. A lot of times, you're the reason why they want to come back. I miss this. I miss this. Oh my god! Just, but they don't really know. Listen, I'm doing this to pass the day by. I really don't want to be here. Oh my! <laughs> god. I can be at home. Yeah, there's a be the few people. Say, oh my god, I miss this. But if you don't come, it be like, uh, oh, just in the office. <laughs> hey, you remember all those jokes you used to tell at the at the, at yeah. the meetings? Yeah, hey that shit. Fuck y'all! I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be here. Fuck y'all! It's my workout time. Here, what dude. are you talking
1: like, about? What is wrong with y'all talking to me? Should be on the road machine. I'm right over now, here. Yeah. What, what, what you think I'm doing? I'm over here trying to do my work. But guess what? Y'all all talking for the last year. Yeah. I've been able to been do my work and not have you motherfuckers talking. Now y'all all over here yeah. wanting, to, wanting to carry on, and I can't be productive. Yeah. But continue. A what, a what, did you, what did you need to say? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. That's funny, right? Raj, I like do I like
2: putting that in context because I think it's a thing, man. Los you was talking about something that burned you your boot Oh yeah. Oh bro. You know, hey, what burn my boot in is anytime you're in a hurry and somebody wants to stop you or talk to you about some stupid shit. Like just I'll talk to you, period. Like this happened to me uh twice this week. The first one was my neighbor, uh I was running late Monday, leaving the house. You see I'm in a hurry. He Hey, 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 wait, wait. Uh, uh can I I want to talk to you about the gate. It's but it's like six fifty, like dog. We don't have nothing to talk about at six fifty in the morning, bro. You my neighbor, bro. there's nothing we talk. If nobody's breaking in my house, it's nothing for us to talk about right now, though. Like, is that what you? Told I'll him? see you later. Yes, I told him. Man, I'll talk to you later about this. Nothing for us to talk about right now, bro. He come around his house to talk to me. I wait on you to leave. <laughs> you know, like, gate, what? gate people burn my Buddha and just
1: in general, people who be like, hey man, the I gate's can't. a little messed up right here. What are we gonna do about it?
2: Yeah, this? well us. he. No, <laughs> uh, you know that, that's nothing that burned my booty. At. He, the gate's fine. He wants to fix his side of the gate, but you uh-huh. know how the gates attached. Uh-huh. And he like, well, let's 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 uh, go half on. I said, man, exactly. go half on that shit. <laughs> how much is it? He said, <laughs> he, <laughs> said he said, he, listen, he said seven fifty. I said, oh shit, I ain't got no seven fifty man. I'm on child support. Do you like that? <laughs> he was like, uh, he said seven fifty. like, uh,
1: that's about right.
2: Oh no, on what, just one side. Like he yeah. just got my right side of my house. That shit ain't right. I counted my panels. I got like 80, pa- 80 little planks, bro. That shit don't cost no $750. Fuck it, that. It, I ain't
1: it, giving that man that fucking it, money. It costs that if you get a contractor to do it.
2: No, he's doing the work himself.
3: I want to fuck him. <laughs> I'm not paying that man on that, $750. That's what should burn your boot then. <laughs> no, that,
2: to don't burn. You. that don't burn my I, boot. I'm trying to pre-play yourself.
3: i you labor. Seven?
1: No, I'm not paying.
2: He asked me to, make, it's going to cost about 1500 I said, bro, I ain't got no $750. i am not doing that. Well, then he got, uh, he did the other, him and the other neighbors went half on the other side. And he, I told him I wasn't doing it then. He was like, well, uh, I'll, I'll just do it myself. Uh, I just need to put the dog up. So, uh, you know, I'll let you know. I said, bro, you know, I'm not paying you for that. You
1: know, that's, you know that's what they so, always do. That's always the comeback. I'll do it myself.
2: Because yeah, they got to get it, for for it done.
1: Because they got to get the, the fence done. Then they made. He
2: wanted new. Yeah, I am not paying that man for that. shit ain't burn my booty. I thought it was quite funny. He thought I was going to fall for it. It ain't burn my booty. He burned my booty mean? and he stopped me when I was fucking on my way to work going 80, 85 from my house to his and he next door.
1: You got to watch and him so that he don't, he don't make your fence a whole different color or some foolishness.
2: I mean, hey, whatever. as long as it stay up, he put it up there. But if he, <laughs> if, if it, <laughs> fuck, I'm not, I'm not paying him. If it fall down, the dog going to bite him in his ass. My dog going to be in that man pool swimming, so um, that's on him, man. I told him, I mean, you know, I'm not I ain't got nothing to do with that. And then um, this morning, uh, I'm coming to work late as hell. Um, so it be like seven fifteen. I don't get to the, like 7.40 because I'm me. But I'm going like two hundred uh, in the parking lot. Goddamn, damn professional dude to do do uh, do the sack. He stopped me flagging me down. I want to talk about some chick that he saw, a sub that he saw that was fine. Get out of
1: you talking about the dude with the with the
2: with the feet? Yeah. <laughs> Stop me talking about this shit. So so did it,
3: it, it does he have to be is as far as equity goes, does he have to be at work at the same time as you?
2: Well, yeah, well, I'm supposed to be at work at 7.15, but no, he he has to be there at 7.15. I'm supposed to be there at 7.15. It's two different things.
3: Yeah, because he, he
1: probably got to do duty before school. Because yeah, he, that man really sit in the room all day with kids who get in yes. trouble. So it'd yeah. be like three kids who come in there and they got to be quiet and shit like that.
2: Yeah, he has to be there. He has to be there at 7.15. I'm supposed to.
1: Yeah. Like paraprofessionals is, is the term they use. They gotta be there on time. That that's the first. It's a hierarchy in, in schools. I mean, I guess it would be like principals and administration, then it's teachers. Mm-hmm. But they got like three, four levels under teachers. Like yeah. they, like they got paraprofessionals. They got um, janitorials, uh, custodial staff. They got yeah. um, cafeteria workers. Exactly. They they, they,
2: uh, they no, got pulling some interventionists. They yeah. right. <laughs>
1: they got a lot of little levels yeah. in in a school
2: that you wouldn't think. Um, and that's yeah. and then so, when you're good at what you do, you be like, man, I'm not doing that. Like, you
3: know. I just so I also like you know want to know how do you navigate those conversations? You told me that the first the first dude you was like, I ain't got time for that. Or whatever, <laughs> and then so what did you My tell neighbor. this dude that was like, man, this chick, he, man. So yeah, she fine. I thought up, I, hey, I low, thought he low, really.
2: Low. No, I'm tell you, I thought he uh, I thought he wanted something because uh, they had some little little dust up or something in the hallway. I saw the other day. I thought he was gonna ask me about that for um, ask who was gonna write it up. I went, I told him I wasn't write it up. There was another teacher. they was, they was in a whole other class. But I thought he was gonna ask me about that. But he told me, I said, Brian got time for that. Got I'll talk to you later about this shit. Then you I know. I just drove so it off.
3: So that's that's your go to every time.
2: I Ain't got time for that shit, man.
3: And so you think you're gonna talk to him later about
2: it? I did talk to him later. <laughs> We came in the building and he came. I talked to him later about it. Okay, so right.
1: you talked to him later. So did you talk to the defense dude later
2: about it? Nah, he uh, you know what's funny. Not that not later that day, not Monday. But he, uh, when I pulled in my driveway today, and I uh, I got in my car, he was sitting in my driveway. Hey, let me get your number. <laughs> I'm gonna start next week. You I said, I'm not paying. You my, know, driveway. Not... Yeah, he was standing in my driveway. I saw him, uh, like you know. Some neighborhoods you stay in like neighbors, they want to be friends and shit, so they hang out <laughs> with each other in their driveways and stuff at the work and stuff. Uh, he was over the across the street talking to those guys. And uh when I got out of my car and he was by in my driveway, hey, uh Carlos, let me get your number. Uh so I can let you know the, when I start on the fencing. It's the little black dudes? No, it's the little white dude. Oh. And what you yeah, said? Like, uh, we'll, huh? we'll handle
3: that later. To
1: no, I gave
2: him. No, I had, I had no. I had time. I had time to get my number. I said, "Oh yeah," I told him. Yeah, I had time.
1: You air dropped it to
2: him? No, nah, I just I just told it to him the old school way. <laughs> the old school way. Yeah.
3: <laughs> this is my
2: number, bro. <laughs> hey man, listen. That's
3: a that's a good. I just before you go into into the next segment, what's the old <laughs> school way for y'all? Is it I'm gonna open up my uh my dialer. Or is it I'ma actually go to the little the little survey. Like I'ma actually go into the add a new contact.
2: Oh, I'm a dollar. Di- dialer. Dallas the old school way. Well I still do that. Or, or, or drop air drop it. Depending on who it is.
3: Uh most
1: times it's what's your number? And I type it in, but I type it into the um into the text thing mm, and yeah. I ju- and I and I just text them my name. Yeah. Or so vice know, versa. Yeah. Like I it. Yeah. I don't. I don't go straight to. A, I don't want to start the expectation that we're gonna talk on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> you need to know that this is gonna be a text thing. Like this is strictly a textual relationship. <laughs> I'm not. Now nah, we don't have to. You don't have to consider me that that kind of friend. Oh, uh, that's the thing, man. So uh, basically, I heard there was some other important news um, this week. It's the one year anniversary of George Floyd, but it's the it's the this week anniversary of the whole Best Friend Weekend podcast crew being Ooh. vaccinated. Woo, 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 woo. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> hey, so tell them about your, your, uh, your experience at the vaccination facility.
3: So just... I'm just chilling in the house, you know, and I'm like, Man, you know what, I need to get vaccinated. <laughs> I didn't have too many <laughs> had too many conversations with people. I had too many conversations with people at uh at at my job. Say, You vaccinated? I said, nah, not yet, man. You know, it's uh, you know, I'm just waiting until it gets a little easier. And then I had people I feel like Aldo Nice told me, If you if you ain't if you haven't gotten vaccinated yet, you don't want to get vaccinated. So I said, I do want to get vaccinated, so let me just put some effort towards it and it was astoundingly easy so um so made my appointment um and went down to uh i think it was CVS went down to CVS and CVS is doing Pfizer cool <clears throat> so um while i'm while i'm waiting i think i had to make an appointment while i'm waiting there was a few other people in there waiting and a few other people that walked up while i was there so i went in got my shot and I was expecting the needle to be in my arm longer than, a, less than a second. I thought the oh, needle was going to be in my arm. I thought they had to like really put a couple of, you know, an ounce of juice in me. A couple you know, of cc's. Like couple yeah, CC's. A couple of cc's. couple of cc's. But it literally felt like it, they put a, 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 I don't know, nothing. Like it felt like it was a placebo. Mm. So uh, the guy that went after me he walked in and said, uh, "Mr. James or whatever his name was. It was a Hispanic dude, Mr. Hernandez. Come on in." And so he sat down, and I overheard his conversation. And so they was like, "All right, you do you have your card?" And he put his card. He was like, "Well, look, um, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get that, uh, I'm trying to get that Pfizer." And so they was like, "Well, sir, you got Moderna the first time, so you got to get Moderna." For the second time, he was like, Yeah, but I heard that that Pfizer was better. <laughs> so, real story. This is a true story that they really tried. Ain't no way in hell, man. You lying. No, I'm you lying. lying. And that really happened. And he said, <laughs> I heard him. I was sitting right there. And then he said, Oh, my What's He His ver in quotations, What's ham with that Pfizer? And he said, Sir. <laughs> You got Moderna the first time, you gotta get Moderna the second time. And he was like, Well, I heard that Pfizer was better. He's he not lying. Was- <laughs> I heard
1: CVS in the background. He called me immediately when it's <laughs> I could still hear CVS in the background.
3: Roger's like, you're not gonna believe what this fucking
2: said.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: shit.
3: And plus I had time to that- Mickey sit there for 15 minutes so you don't pass. I didn't want to monitor you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that boy could try to
2: get that mismatch, huh?
3: You try to get the mismatch.
2: Dude, that daddy right there. Hey, I wanna know damn. I wanna know what would happen if you got that old mismatched daddy. They're saying nothing. They say it
1: ain't nothing nothing major terrible would happen. But nobody but you're not
3: supposed to do that, so don't do it. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, I just wanna know what would happen.
3: People I mean I'll, I'll, shit I'll spark, to do does it does spark a spark a, a a you know a thought. What would happen if you just got them all.
2: All three, yeah. The Justin and Johnson. <laughs> Let me get that triple, Daddy.
3: I know for the first time I heard I I personally did not want Johnson and Johnson because I didn't just I didn't want I didn't want no clots, you know, like I'm not trying to clot up.
2: I ain't want no baby oil. That's what I thought. Uh,
3: yeah, and that too, that too, I <laughs> feel like they make baby products. Like, yeah, I ain't so, like that name. So, but for the first time, you know, at, since it's been going on, I heard a guy tell me I'm getting that Johnson and Johnson. That's the one I want. <laughs> because Ooh. I ain't got time for two shots.
2: hmm I know a few people like that. Got that one shot daddy. Man, you gotta be a, a damn truck driver to me to
1: make that make sense. And even and even, <laughs> and even still, with the way shit is right now, you can get a, a Pfizer and Moderna anywhere, nigga. You better call.
2: <laughs> that nigga say... <laughs> They say you gotta be a truck driver. Work
1: God, you gotta you gotta work. Cut you gotta be John fucking Murray to get the, the
2: goddamn
0: Johnson
1: and
2: Johnson. Oh man. man straight up, you, man. straight up,
1: man. Hey man, so um who had the best week ever or the most impactful week of their career, cutting? The number one draft pick in the draft is number one for a reason. Uh Lose's favorite new internet follow, um creeping up on Kevin Samuel. It's your boy Kwame Brown, cousin Kwame. Los, Los, what's your thoughts on Kwame? That's all y'all boys been wanting
2: to talk about all week. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, the evolution of that man is so funny to me. Like, I watched, you know, I don't know if anybody knows, uh, they, uh, All the Smoke, Matt Barnes, and Steven Jackson were talking to Jenny Buss about different things that she did with the Lakers organization. And they came up to the trade with Pogger, was it Pogger's song? Yeah. With Paul Gasol, uh, and, uh, she named the people she, they traded for him. And, uh, I think, was it Steve So it was just one player that named Cormier Brown. And I forgot who the other person was. And so it was just one player I'm talking about Cormier Brown. You know, uh, he's been notorious for being a huge bust or whatever. Um, Kobe didn't like playing with him and said he couldn't catch the ball. A bunch of different stuff. So they, you know, uh, they've been talking about that man for, for a long, 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 long time. So fast forward, um. Uh, he he started clapping back just out the blue, calling them people out their name, bitches and holes. Uh, Called Matt Barnes Becky with the good hair, just going in like he would. He like he averaging like three videos a day, but he goes live on YouTube. <laughs> so Corman Brown been jumping it like soon as he did that about Matt Barnes and Steve Jackson, uh, Stephen Jackson talking about a bunch of talk about with them. Jamel Hill chimed in and said, "Oh, Corman Brown woke up and chose violence." And then he jumped on her ass uh <laughs> about a bunch of shit. And then um Charlemagne the guy got on the Breakfast Club and ran down that man, his family history about his dad uh killing somebody, uh his brother's murder, suicide, his sister's killing somebody, and he was like, just leave that man alone. Y'all know that man trauma, leave that man alone. Corner Brown been on Charlemagne ass since. Uh, trying to get him canceled, bringing up um, Charlamagne had an incident uh, with some young lady. Allegedly, uh, supposed to be a rape case or something like that. Colin Brown been on that, trying to get him canceled. He been on Stephen A. Nick about him saying, just trash, you can't hoop. It's, you know, that little snippet out there that's going around, what well, has been around. Um, he's on Skip Bayless. Like, Colin Brown been taking bodies, bro. I think the funniest thing for me is his little his little lingo. He got you know how we always talk about the uncle and uh, Rumble how they be talking they both got their mamas cooking. <laughs> he got a couple other little things that's just extreme. Oh, uh, you gonna put me in a D-lo hole? Oh, he got a bunch of little.
1: He got his own little <laughs> phrases.
2: Yeah, he got his own little lingo, man. Shit, hilarious, dog. Like, he be like, uh, "Hey, I can't wait to meet you in the in, in the street punk. You pretty motherfucker with that S-girl to my mad Bones, You pretty motherfucker." meet you in the street, I'm going to bring you out there and get some of my mama's cooking. And he do his, he do his hand like bay, like he's seasoning some shit. you some of my mama's cooking. <laughs> 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 He'd be like, I told y'all, y'all ain't going to keep talking to my mama's son. I'm my mama's son. Y'all ain't going to talk to my mama's son. He's just funny, though. Like, but I, in the grand scheme of things, I uh, watched that man go from probably like under 10,000 subscribers on YouTube to like he almost 150 now, or mm-hmm. 250, somewhere right now. Uh, in the span of a week, but he mm-hmm. dropping every week. Like some of stuff, some of his rhetoric, rhetoric is, you know, outlandish. But it's funny. He has some points he makes, you know, a lot of times. But uh Carmen Brown been at everybody' neck, man, and and I think it's funny. He made some points about uh, how the media, you know, how you can just go in and tell eighteen year old down like that. Um, you know, you know, kid eighteen year old, everybody on his neck about whoopty whoopty. You know, he made great points about those things. But uh, I just like the entertainment, man. Extremely funny. I I
3: think what I think is so funny that Kwame Brown is like relevant. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Like Kwame Brown, um it'd be I mean it's literally the same exact thing as if like Jamarcus Russell came out and, and started doing the same mm-hmm.
1: thing. Michael so Michael Ola think, with
3: Candy <laughs> 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 Anthony Bennett. So I'm All saying right. yes. Um I feel like I feel like what makes Kwame Brown what what the allure of Kwame Brown is that he seems to just not care what he at says. All. And he's saying it to a bunch of people who are still relevant. Mm. So like mm-hmm. it's so funny, like that these people that he's talking to have like, you know, the number the the, the a top podcast, the highest yeah. paid person at ESPN, player yeah. still in the NBA. And they, mm-hmm. they, they can't afford to publicly beef and mm-hmm. say wild stuff to Kwame Brown. But yeah, Kwame yeah. Brown can. Sure, man
2: apologized, man, and, and and guess what? Kwame Brown so said. So did so did um
1: so did um Stephen A. and Steven Jackson. <laughs> oh really? I didn't even
2: know. Oh, that. they apologized. I thought they just it, it, said try to get him on the podcast. Oh, I hear him apologize to him.
3: I mean, if you say I'm I'm reading right here, he says he says he's nothing. He's never love for Brown, mm-hmm. while Barnes denies any wrongdoing. So, can that man went? Yeah, man, call you all kind of names, and then you talk about how you got number love for him. Okay. They, they gotta he do. went, they he gotta back, do. but and he back. He told
2: Charlamagne, like "Fuck your <laughs> apology."
3: But <laughs> it seems like is that man is just one egg short of an omelet. cutting. like I think the boys know that that man probably got some serious, <laughs> maybe mental issues going on, and, and he and, big.
1: I mean, <laughs> the boys big too, though. Cud, them boys not I'm seven foot one, because... <laughs>
3: Six nine, you know, six
1: eight, six nine. Cutting, uh, but like if
3: I was cutting, six, can eight, I tell six, you? Nine, I'll mess
1: with you. Can I tell you something, cutting? Who, when you hear that man talk, who he give you vibes of? Because for me, it's just one person. Cutting, just the modern day, modern day Carl Malone cutting, and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like that kind of speech cutting. That big that, big that, country, like country beat you up, here. cutting, yeah, yeah, cutting. like walk
2: over here. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about. I don't got nothing to lose. Some Ben Wallace shit. Like, I don't yeah, know. I don't care. That boy be sitting. That boy, boy be sitting in his house mm-hmm. with uh, a little hat on, and and like, he got he got the country attire. Like when you see him, like that's a big country nigga right there. The little button up shirt with the um with the crease on the sleeves. His little slacks, and the little hat, like how he wear just sitting in the house smoking hookah <laughs> on YouTube live.
1: Okay, <laughs> I I know I know height is kind of relative, and I don't I don't really know what Kwame Brown is seven foot one. No, I said seven one. I think I might just be making that up, cutting. like six uh,
2: like eleven. I think is
1: he really just only six eleven? I thought that man was I a seven shorter. shorter than that. I thought like that 6'11". man got picked because he was six eleven. He's six eleven. That's what, yeah. what six uh, yeah, eleven. And that man our age, cutting. I didn't really know that either, yeah. cutting. And man, six eleven. Cutting. All I'm saying is if if Matt Barnes them like 6'7". Cutten, 6'7". Cutting that's small inches, cutting somebody in a big six yeah. five is gonna be over me cutting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna be looking at him like that man, bigger than me cutting. I'm just saying, yeah. or oh,
2: six six, sneak that bro.
1: Yeah, hey, cutting mm. thats that's a big dude. Um, so the thing that it's a lot of stuff cutting. That man went for the jugular <laughs> with with Charlemagne that I was I was listening to, but yeah. Um, the big thought that comes to my mind is Los. You don't have time to talk to that dude at work about the little chick you want to talk about. You don't have time to talk to your neighbor about a fence that both of y'all share. But you got time to listen to a whole 55-minute Kwame Brown talking about foolishness?
2: Yeah, I have AirPods. <laughs> and I have a phone charger. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can still do, I can still, I can do two things at once as well. Well, your neighbor got your number it. now, so shit. <laughs> Yeah, well I can't talk to him though. That's different. Uh <laughs> try to play try try to put me in the D Lo ho. I'm gonna sprinkle some of my mama's cooking on his head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, like nah it, it may be have me and tears some of the stuff you be talking about, bro. But uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> I think the the big the big picture is he coming at uh like you said, some of the the, the media juggernauts and he coming reckless. Like we I don't think I don't I don't remember Hearing about it coming as reckless as he's coming at these people, um, you know. He talking about digging up some stuff on Stephen. He was like Stephen, why you was always at the college campuses? You <laughs> wasn't in school no more. You, you took like he, like I mean, he and he won't stop. Like he dropping three, four videos a day.
1: Didn't he say you something I mean? about um, they only give platforms to black men who turn out on other black men?
2: Yeah, yeah. He said uh, the the basically white that's people wrong. are trying you. Yeah, they pay, they pay you to do that. They didn't train you like that.
1: That's rough.
2: See, you niggas don't know. You niggas stupid. See, that nigga be like, you niggas stupid. And then somebody say, you was a bus. He say, bitch, I made 60, $65 million. If, what kind of bus is that you put stupid my mom, motherfucker?
1: Put my mama on a yeah. golf course at 18 years
2: old. You stupid motherfucker. I'm my mama's son. That shit. Kwame. <laughs> you know, but I, I, my, my other thing is, I wonder how long would this type of rhetoric continue? Like, keep yeah, up. Because, no. you know, Charlamagne sent him a cease and desist. About the rape case thing,
1: no, I didn't know that.
2: And it, yeah, he said him a cease and desist about that. And then the next day, I think he apologized on the radio. But Corman Brown ain't ain't still ain't let off his ass. He just said exactly what he pleaded to. So he pleaded to uh, I want to say un, inappropriate conduct with a minor or something like that.
1: Yeah, they said a the little girl was like fifteen. He's like twenty two or some shit like that. That's yeah. True.
2: Yeah, something like that. And then the girl ended up coming out and having an interview with some random nigga in her town. Some nigga went and found her. Yeah, it was, it,
1: it was, it was, it was a uh, one of the shadier Me Too instances. It was one of them things that uh, you never heard about at the time. And then, like when that when that man finally decided to get famous, then it was like, okay, now I want to uh, talk about that. But I, well, he, I know, talked, I
2: mean, he, he talked about himself yeah. the, on a couple. Well, podcasts, but you can't yeah.
1: really, you know, it's two sides to every story, right? Her, well, three true, sides: his side, his side, and the truth. But yeah, that that yeah, it's probably some some weird little in between with all of that. But yeah, when you go yeah. at the fucking the the shit that somebody might have kind of in their, put past them, put in their background. I mean, honestly, it's kind of how R. Kelly got in trouble when people started digging up. Like, you know what? Why that man? They never got trouble for that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like. Like, that that this type of stuff that Kwame Brown that could legitimately lead to like that man losing his job yeah. and different shit like that. If,
2: I think well Kelly too probably well, he was still doing that stuff current day as well. Fair enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think he's on a little slightly another level. I mean, uh, I
3: don't. I still, you know, look. I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and side with um with and not to say that there's two different sides. But I'm gonna go ahead and side with with Al on this one that that legitimately could ruin that man's reputation. I think but it's what he's trying right. to do, though. Well, I mean, okay, then I, I, you know that's why that man got that big season decision. You know? like, cause the man knows. <laughs> oh no, I, I wasn't mad about, about that. Charlemagne knows, like, yeah. bro. I am. I am on my high horse right now. I'm living right. Yeah. You know, like I'm. I'm not trying to do all of that stuff. And you are about yeah. to fuck up the bag.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So, nah, yeah. I gotta got, got shut you up.
1: Yeah, I ain't yeah. saying. I, mean, I, I, I gotta me. apologize. Let me apologize, but you gotta shut up, bro.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, he, well, what Charlemagne said when he talked to his sister, because they from, you know, they from uh, South Monks Carolina, Connor. North Carolina. Yeah, he, he from, but they from uh, South Carolina. So, all of them, he know his family. They got people in the same town he grew up in. So, he, he said he talked to his sisters. A couple of them cussed him out real bad because it was the stuff he said a lot of their kids didn't know. You know what I mean? About, you know, their people. But that's his so, damage know, control. So, Charlemagne sister cursed control. out Kwame Brown? I know
1: that. I know that. I agree with that. No, Roger's Charlemagne on his show this week was saying that he went talked to people in the from their from both their hometowns, including Kwame Brown's sister, is what Charlemagne yeah, was saying. His
2: people. Oh. Yeah, his and people. He was he, like, I
1: talked yeah. to all these people and, and I had to apologize and I had to hear stuff from everybody and I, I was wrong and blah blah blah. Yeah. So yeah. you know, he he know that, you know, he kind of stepping into
2: <laughs> Oh, he, he had to do damage control.
1: Into a land, Yeah. Landmine. yeah. yeah. Me, you know, and then um I wonder if he talked to that around. woman he took advantage of. No, let me stop.
2: That what Cromer Brown said. That was, that what Corbin that Kermit, Kermit brown said, man, fuck your apology. I think the only person needed an apology is that young lady. Oh, he yeah. apologized to her. Yeah, that boy was boy, nah. I mean he got right back on this live and did that. That shit boy. I just I
1: just that's can't he, I can't deal with somebody who do fifty nine minute lives though, cuz. You gotta see, give it that's a, short.
2: You, that's short, boy. You gotta give that boy it a do an note. hour and a half. What a hour and a have? Two hour dates with them. Long, long, long as the hooker go on, he good. You got to get. And them. he be in his car driving, a tractor in the back. My hands dirty. What y'all doing this morning?
1: <laughs> hey, I'm. <laughs> so we we will see, man. If there's a shelf life or if Kwame Brown gonna make it, man. Listen, man. Um, uh, just FYI, man. I saw today, or not today, this week that. It said that it's confirmed. I don't know if it's confirmed, but they said that they got a versus about to happen with Soldier Boy and Bow Wow.
3: Yeah, I I read that too. It is confirmed.
1: Okay, so uh, I like that. I like that type of shit. I would have preferred if it was like if it was B two K versus anybody, cutting. I would have loved it more. But uh, yeah, Soldier Boy and Bow Wow. (laughs) I like that. I like that a lot, cutting. And we keep talking about this little. Idea of well, the idea of Soldier Boy kind of inventing everything and doing everything first is kind of like what's up, and it's a very funny internet meme. That Soldier Boy did everything first. um Before I even say the next part, I'm just saying Soulja Boy is so much cooler than Bow Wow. Was it always the case, or were they yeah, like
3: you no, know, no doubt yeah, Bow Wow? Bow Wow always Bow Wow still feels like a kid rapper to me, mm-hmm. like. I'm going to always look at Bow Wow that's a shame like I'm sure Bow Wow don't don't appreciate me saying that about him
1: (laughs) you go right in
3: (laughs) you know but like I'm just saying like Bow Wow just always been like one is you got a weird name Bow Wow like that's just such a stupid name uh, in the grand scheme of things but like he never really was like well you got such a cool real name Shad Moss yeah you could have been Shad Moss Shad you know how dope of a name that is (laughs) An the and um, he could have changed his name to Shad Moss. You know, I feel like that's what um, that's what Marcus Houston did. That man was something else before that.
1: He was his name was Batman. 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 Batman.
3: Yeah, yeah you know, change your yeah. name to Shad Moss. Well, anyway, um, I don't, I don't ever remember listening to Bow Wow for his like verses. You know, like I don't really remember. Like it, he had some pretty cool songs. I feel like he was on. I feel like he was like the darling of So So deaf. But like, is that who he was with? He was with So So Def, mm-hmm. Jamaican. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and I, but I, I felt like I felt like Soldier Boy was kind of self made. Like Soldier Boy went out there and did his thing. We're from it from Mississippi, like Bawa was kind of handed. It was handed <laughs> to him. Like here, you're gonna sing this, and people are gonna like it because you're hot right now. and You're a kid. You look green. Eyes. Little,
2: little light skinned. Yeah, little girls gonna like you. I think Bow Wow's problem is it was hard for him to transition his music to being an adult, adult, you know, adult rapper. He didn't have a he ain't have enough bars to go, uh, Talib Kweli or you know like Kanye or you know, even Drake and he had no he ain't have you know his bars wasn't good enough for him to not try to go be gangster. He, you know, even when he tried that way, we still looked at him as little Bow Wow. Like like come on man, you no know, like we not buying that. I think Soldier Boy. Uh, it was a little easy for him He did little dance songs But uh, <laughs> It was easy for him to go And go be a nigga that you actually listen to Kind of uh, Everybody who was know, like a little I young I used to
3: listen to Soldier Boy I
2: mean, I, I I'm I not saying I used to Boy listen album. to
3: Soldier Boy Like I used to listen like Religiously and be like okay I, That new Soldier just came out But like you know, I'm in, the, if, I'm in the room. Like, if Soldier come yeah. on. No, I
1: yeah. If Turn, if turn Your th- Swag no, On. If Turn Your yes. Swag On come on, you're going to get hype, cut. Yes. You're going to hop, hop up, up out, the out the bed.
2: Turn your, yeah. Nigga, we made, the, we, what what nigga we made it. That nigga, we
1: made it with Drake. Nigga, that go, Yeah. That go hell. Yes. yes. Um,
2: I'm just saying, you don't go buy his album.
1: though. Well, yeah. I don't buy his album either, but I don't think that's what Roger said either. I think that I all the little dudes from like that time period, all of them. And I know we could we could kind of name them out. It's like the Bow the Romeos, the um, Amarians, the um, the the Soldier Boys. The it it it. We can go down the list. Um, I'm trying to think who else was there. It was a bunch I of mean, we could even almost say Ray J insane. to an extent. Lil, yeah, cutting. I feel like if we if we say who is the littlest boy still cutting, I think the answer is Bow Wow, though cutting. I don't think I think you look at most of the rest of those people as grown up human beings. Cutting. <laughs> But you look at Bow Wow like nah, not really, nah. You you don't. I think because he'd be
2: tra- he be trying too hard to to act like I think y- y'all done messed that man head up, bro. He's trying too hard to be like Mr. Gangster, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if y'all uh, I used to watch a uh, grown up hip hop or something. I think was that was called. the that was he the be... one with that was the one with Romeo though, right? Romeo's on I think Bow Wow. Not, no, what was it? Grown up hip hop? That one? No, you're right. Rome, that was so that romeo was and Bi-Wi angela
1: simmons i think was on growing up but Wow was on
2: one of those things too i believe okay he so was on, on the same shit okay but he'd be trying to he'd be just trying to be like i don't know he he just lame to me he didn't like <laughs> that
3: but I I'm you know what's say. crazy i didn't think he was lame on 106 in part like i thought he was kind of cool his outfits used to be fire like,
2: no, i, I thought, thought he was lame he, on there too oh did you really yeah
3: Okay. Well, I
2: mean I, I, I it I, was, I, never I, was never a point in my life when I said, Oh you damn Bow Wow cooler hell. Never
3: thought. I used to think, but I used to think he was pretty cool on one oh six in part. I mean he wasn't free in AJ, but I thought he was cool. Like I thought he was a I thought he was a I thought that that, that could have been his transition into being like a an adult, like a cool adult. But
2: a, a, a good little host.
1: You know what uh, I'm so yeah, surprised about? It. I just googled this. Bow Wow is five seven.
3: I don't think I would
2: have gave him five seven.
1: I thought I would have thought Bow Wow was like five two. Like I honestly yeah, thought he was
2: nah. That five, boy got seven. football. They got that boy got football numbers, man. That boy got football uh, media day numbers, bro. That boy five five, man. man I don't know. Five, they
1: say seven. he say he five seven one fifty. Cuz I mean, I, I cut, that's not the smallest person on earth. cutting. that is really that's, not. Cut. I thought he was
2: Kevin Hart like
1: yeah. I thought he was a little little guy. Cuz but I, okay, then I was I was gonna try to put that together to be like that's why that man. Uh, we think he, we think he, he's whatever okay? but I'm Amari, than- Amari on five six, yo, I'm looking right
3: yeah. at it. Like- I, I, you, know, the funniest thing in the world is you probably thought that I was like kind of like taking your steam, but no, I no, no, swear to God. Ten minutes ago, I I put how tall is Bow Wow? Oh, I did had you had to really myself? This really yes, <laughs> we just
1: great minds think alike. Yeah, and I mean that's 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 why you know that this this is why I'm thinking about him in the context of whatever. But like Lil Romeo, like damn near well, little Romeo should feel played because he only five right? eleven. Like he should feel played because his daddy
3: and all his uncles is six five.
2: I blame your mama for stuff like but that. Now
3: you, it's so funny you say that. That man, uh, Master P is six one. Cut
1: Master P is six four. Cut. No. Yes,
3: cutting
1: Six three. Boy, six four cutting. That's, uh, a, that's a big tall man, Cutting. Yeah. That man got buckets in the in the league. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's not start our Master P lifetime with, Achievement
2: Award. With, with gold teeth.
1: Because y'all know we're going to have the best friend weekend, we can masterpiece all uh, Achievement Award. But listen, real quick, we got a new segment, man, that we're going to unveil today that y'all going to hear all the time. And it's called The Big Three. Big Three. three, three, three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Big Three. Come on. Three,
1: big Three. Yeah. Three, yeah. 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 Oh, man. Each week we're going to give you a, a quick question where we, where we throw it out there and see what's our answers for The Big Three. Los. What's our big three topic for today?
2: Big three topic of the day is best young nigga watches.
1: <laughs> so
2: this is on the
1: fact that Soldier Boy said he did it first, right with the with the ice yes. style G shock.
2: So, so yeah, so uh, who somebody just put out a, a picture of them having a ice style G shock and they're about kid, like, oh, he kid did it first. Kid cutting, yeah, kid cutting like Soldier Boy, like no 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 no. I did it first, all right? So, you know, Soldier Boy been had the iced out G-Shock long, long, long time ago. What, did, like, 2010? It was a while ago. 2009? Yeah, so a long-ass time ago. So, uh, we just got to thinking, like, you know, what's the best, like, young nigga watches you had? Like, your top three little young nigga watches. <laughs> other than G-Shock, I guess. I guess other than G-Shock.
1: <sighs> I'll, I'll pop the seal with the one that I'm pretty sure all of y'all may or may
2: not have had, and that's a Geneva. Oh shit. You got me. The one from the middle of the mall with the fake the glass in it. Oh yeah, they had a Geneva cutting. Everybody <laughs> yeah. the boys had Geneva's in a little green box. The boys had yep. came, out here, came out here with Geneva and the matching uh no limit tank chain.
3: <laughs> I had a uh I bought a I bought a yellow I feel like I was with y'all. I feel like I was in Atlanta or something. I don't know where I was at. I feel like I was in Atlanta. And I bought a yellow Geneva and I ended up trading it for an iPod.
2: Really? Somebody bought that from you.
3: I traded it for an iPod. <laughs> man, I, I had to
1: articulate what I just
3: said. Yeah. <laughs> that means that no one bought it for me. That means I made a trade. Well,
2: trade, yeah, but still, I I don't think that was equal
3: for a stolen iPod. For a stolen, for a, 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 a
1: fresh off the market, yeah, Geneva in oh, the wrapper. Mm-hmm. Fall off the truck iPod. Was Geneva yeah, on one not. of your
3: on your list, Raj? Geneva was not on my list. Okay. I didn't I didn't start wearing I didn't start wearing watches until I like had enough money to afford watches. And I'm not saying like I, I ain't Ugh. never I ain't never had no Rolex or nothing like that. I'm just saying that I don't Later. know when you say young nigga watches, I'm thinking college.
1: So I and I kinda I, just, I kinda moved my scale a little bit too. It's not just necessarily high school. So yeah, you're right. It's different times.
3: So, um, I, so I, I gotta I gotta start my my list off with I used to save my money up for um for Michael Kors watch like Michael Kors was everything to me definitely like, on my list <laughs> end all be all when it came to watches mm-hmm. at one point in time yeah I still got a Michael Kors that I wear occasionally I know I I still think that Michael Kors watches are like I I feel like a Michael Kors watch is like. The standard. They come in all colors, um, you know, metal, all metal colors that you will want, um, and you know they're, they're professional, all sizes. I like Michael. I like Michael Kors
2: still to this mm. day. Mm. I used to. Uh, my my first. Well, well you already named a couple on my list, but uh, that big fossil boy.
1: And that is the and that
2: is the
3: third one on my list. So y'all. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that big fossil. That
3: fossil, big fossil boy. I feel like fossil was. Fossil was like fire in high school. Oh, and yeah. I'm and I'm s I'm, man,
2: Young I'm to say fossil. But you know the that coolest big, thing about fossil, fossil
1: was fossil was like Jan Sport in East Pack. You could you mm-hmm. could you could always send a fossil back. If a fossil mess yeah. up and you, they'll they'll fix the the um you bring it to a fossil store, they'll fix the battery, they'll Everything. fix any kind of thing that messed up. So that's what was dope about a fossil watch to me. Mm-hmm. I had a dope ass leather band fossil that I wore for a very, very long yes, time. Yes, sir. In, mm-hmm. um, in in college and high school and stuff like that I'm laughing because y'all saying young nigga watches and what I'm kind of thinking back to is and Raj kind of said man I didn't know what in high school like the year of, like college like 99, 2000 I had a a tag
2: <laughs> you yeah that's
1: a good that's a good brand of watch huh and yeah, I hold up hold up I had a tag you and a Rolex <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> That was the two watches I had when I was at Xavier freshman year, boy. I'm a No, 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 no. That bitch was crushed out. I had a crushed out rolling boy
2: with a dapperange. like a motherfucker
1: with a dapperange, nigga. That thing was ticking. What? Tick tick tick. That bitch didn't roll nowhere. <laughs> that rolling was iced out, iced out, iced out. Just white ice with a black face on that bitch. And that Ooh, t- that okay. tag, that tag had the um had a green face on it.
3: <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Where do you think that watch is at right now? Just give me me like an an abstract (laughs) idea of where you think that watch might be right now. It's
1: one of two places. Like really one of two places. It's either in a box in the attic in my house or under the bed like in somewhere in a box. Or it's it's been like um, accidentally donated and somebody actually has that watch. Somewhere, some the same yeah, dude, the same. No, nah, I'm thinking no, the same dude who you see with them like exotic Jordans on that never came out,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> ticking away in that thing. <laughs> kind of, hey, when I tell y'all that bitch was crushed, I can't wait to find a picture of myself
2: with that thing and send it to y'all boys just to. I send used it to have that. I used to have that big fake Breitling watch. That Breitling. Uh, <laughs> And then Chuck went overseas, came back with a whole bunch of fake shit. Oh, yeah, my God. Man. Oh, man. I know, I know one of y'all had that calculator daddy in elementary school, huh? Never. No. Boy. You need a little calculator watch? Like a Casio? Yeah, the little Casio daddy.
1: I didn't. I had an Iron Man triathlete. Iron Man. Timex, I guess it is. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had. I had that. I thought that was like a cool little young people watch.
2: Young young yeah, I had got that I had that little calculator there that I had a guy from one of the white boys playing pipe, paper rock scissors or pencil away one them. It's one of them two. Yeah. Did you trade it, Cutton, or, or you bought it? <laughs> yeah, I, I gave I gave that boy uh, uh I gave that boy uh, <laughs> a uh a soldier boy C D. Now here you go. Y'all
3: uh, y'all y'all hit everyone on y'all list? No. Yeah. So oh. um so number one for me and and you know, this to me became the end all be all for watches was nixon i knew you were going to go with nixon
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah i just remember going to Sun and zoomies and like all of those places and like just oh, yeah, I mean, I mean. just gawking at the nixon watches
2: with the colors
3: no i wanted the and i wanted the metal Google. like nixon, I always, nixon I was a heavy watches. nixon was a heavy watch big thick watch big thick
2: tick thick, tick watch tick
3: tick, tick.
1: oh
2: wow
1: yeah, that's what I that's what I recall about uh a, a, the, the Nixon brand. That um, but I never owned the Nixon. Like I said, I now like once I got into that Michael Kors thing, I got Michael Kors. But then I kind of became like a person who could go. Like I remember I bought a watch from Richard one time at um, you know, at TJ Maxx. I was over there and it just was a big fire like um uh, Hugo Boss watch. And I was like, oh, mm. I like the color. I like the. You know, I like the way that bitch looked. I like the sleekness of it, and the, oh, what it is! It's like one one ten, and Nick could get that thing from it for like seventy. You know what I mean? Give me that thing, cuttin'. You know what I mean? Shit like that, yeah, cuttin'. So I, I became I'm just glad like none a,
3: of y'all said Invicta. That's my least wow. favorite watch of all time. Yeah, I think yeah, that's that clown shit. They,
2: they watch like a real clock on your uh, wrist, <laughs> like a school daddy on your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> A school of fish,
1: a school of diamonds. The boys that had that fucking rolling, though Hey, listen, man, listen. Oh, listen. We appreciate y'all kicking in with us this week, per usual, and all that good stuff. And until next time, man. Y'all have a great weekend.
2: Bang, 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 bang.
1: Make it a best every weekend.
2: Bang, 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 bang.
1: And we out.